Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now to speak to our man RJ Achoa from the SB Nation blogging the boys. And, of course, he's a big Dallas Cowboys fan. So guess what? They beat up on uh, Weakling last week. So he'll be in a very good mood. Hello, RJ. Jimmy, great to be with you. Happy almost Thanksgiving here in the States. Ah, yeah. Just on that, um, I had the great privilege of being over there, I think it was two years ago, for Thanksgiving. I think the audiences for the three games were 40 million, 38 million, and about 35 million. What are the matchups on Thanksgiving for 2023, RJ? So the Detroit Lions, um, who are far more interesting than they ever have been, obviously, yes. for the Thanksgiving game, are hosting the Green Bay Packers. The Dallas Cowboys are hosting the Washington Commanders. And the nightcap, James, is the Seattle Seahawks hosting the San Francisco 49ers. Oh, wow. So we're looking at similar type audiences, maybe even bigger uh, than what we saw a couple of years ago, RJ. Yeah, I mean, it's um, it's a day of, of gathering, obviously, here in America. And uh, generally, you know, everybody's at least got the games on. Uh, so I would expect a, a stupid number. I mean, like an absolutely beyond stupid number uh, when, when they're all said and done. Um, what's really interesting around numbers, RJ, is the lack of scoring with some of these games. And there's all sorts of reasons why. Um, everyone talked about a pivot to offense during the course of the NFL over the last couple of years. We haven't seen that this year. We know that there's been a number of quarterbacks who have picked up injuries and there's a lot of quarterbacks in the league now that are playing for the very first time in the NFL. What do you put that lower scoring down to? I mean, I, I do think it's it's obviously a multitude of factors. I do think the, the quarterback injuries are definitely among them. And I think within that, you know, we're seeing a lot of teams, um, you know, kind of defect to the young guy, right? Like you look at the Browns this, this week, actually, instead of saying, hey, let's go with P.J. Walker, the veteran who's been there. It's let's go with DTR. You know, maybe we hit the lotto. That that's kind of, I mean, last week the New York Giants could have gone Matt Barkley, but instead let's try Tommy DeVito. Let's let's simply go with the unknown. Um, so I think that's part of it. I think part of it too is the the success of defense. I mean, so many NFL teams have have really just kind of tried to develop uh, defensive alignments. You know, to be blunt, to stop Patrick Mahomes, um, yeah. and that has created some more confounding, you know, defensive schematic advantages that I think we see win more often than they used to. Yeah, yeah. Um, here's the other thing about it too: there is a school of thought around some of the lesser-performed teams and what they 
uh, might be doing. I think tanking is the way that we would describe it here in Australia, and I think it's something similar in the USA. But it's all around the number one draft pick. Might be the number two draft pick. Caleb Williams is expected to go number one. He's probably going to be a franchise quarterback. Uh, does, does the league worry about that type of thing? Is there any? I'm, I'm sure it's not the first time it's happened, RJ, and it won't be the last. No, I mean, and it's it's difficult to to disregard how incentivizing that is. I mean, yeah. because this 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 is a game that you know you you have to have one of those just to simply have a seat at the table, um, yeah. you know. And so, when you don't have a franchise quarterback, you're not even in purgatory. I mean, you're irrelevant, and you yep. can have one, and obviously you'd still be up 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 a creek, so to speak. Um, so it makes all the sense in the world. Uh, it's the path of least resistance. Um, and so, I mean, I, I understand NFL teams, and particularly at this point, you know, when you're halfway through the season um, and, and it hasn't gone your way, it makes sense to kind of close up shop. I don't know that anybody starts off the season in September tanking, but I certainly sure. believe that it happens, you know, come mid-November. Yeah, yeah. And, and the league, how does the league look at that? I mean, because you don't want fans turning up to games that they think, oh, that'd be great if we lost. No, and I mean, it, I, I think even among fans, it's it's difficult. You know, I obviously have run into some Giants fans in my day, um, and you could you could say that you know they they could want their team to tank, but even then, you know, if they're close in the fourth quarter, your human instincts take over, and you kind of say to hell with it, let's win this thing, and everybody is always on the same page. But um, I think the NFL is maybe a little bit more immune to, to the fallout than than other sports, at least here in the states, um, just because you know in the NBA. If you're tanking, I mean, nobody is, is showing up to watch 82 purposeful losses uh, yeah. Um, yeah. versus the NFL. You're still going to do it's An NFL game is an event for people no matter what, just because so often people go to one a year. Um, and so, I mean, I, I think that we're still probably a ways away from the league instituting any kind of rules to, you know, mitigate the tanking effect. But that's why teams are so crafty with the, their word choice about things. They very specifically avoid that language, particularly as sports betting becomes more legalized across our country as well. Yeah, that's right. Nine home games would be a maximum for any franchise during the course of the year. So uh, that's a good point that you make. Talk about superstar quarterbacks. We've got a couple going head-to-head at the moment. Lamar Jackson has bounced back and has been amazing of late. Joe Burrow has been slow starting, and his Cincinnati Bengals are 5-4. and four. They're currently down against the Ravens. I, I don't think anyone would have predicted that Joe Burrow and the Bengals could be missing out on playoffs, RJ, but that's what we're staring at at the moment. No, and as you've been talking, Jimmy, uh, Joe Burrow threw a touchdown to take the lead, and it seems he may have injured his hand. So, I mean, the the tenor of this game just changed dramatically uh, while you were kind of weaving that beautiful sentence. Um, but where Cincinnati is in a really difficult line is their conference record is poor. And more specifically, they're, they've lost every head-to-head. I mean, depending on what you believe um, in the Houston Texans or – you know, whoever it might be, any team that Cincinnati is competing with for a wild card, they have lost the head-to-head tiebreaker against. So it's not a matter of that of anything where they can be tied. They have to. You hate to say you have to win out because that seems so dramatic to say, but they're almost in that position. And obviously, Joe Burrow was hurt at the beginning of the season. This is a hole that that they're trying to climb out of right now. Yeah. 
I, I don't know uh, if I've seen a game as crazy a finish as we saw with the Denver up against the Buffalo Bills last game. You've watched a lot more NFL than I. I, I we just saw some incredible individual plays, some ridiculous individual plays, some brilliant team plays, and some... Like, how do you have 12 players on the field? If you did it in high school, RJ, in Texas, I reckon you'd never get a high school coaching job ever again. Yeah, I mean, I think if the kid did it in high school, they might not give him his diploma. I mean, it's um, <laughs> it's a big deal, um, obviously. And, and and you're right. I mean, it was a spectacular loss. I mean, there, there are losses that are difficult to achieve, but some teams find a way, and Buffalo did on Monday night. Um, yeah. And obviously, you know, they, they kind of had to have a fall guy and Frank Reich drew the short straw. Um, I, I've been out on Buffalo for, for, you know, really about, I would say, nine months at this point. Um, and, you know, obviously that this is making me look rather smart, but um, they're, they're just a mess. And, and they, you know, I really believe that some teams try to, you know, pick up where they left off. And you can't do that in the NFL. Um, you know, Buffalo was 13 seconds away two years ago and good for them, but they lost. I mean, like you don't, you don't get a head start the following season by having been 13 seconds away from beating Patrick Mahomes, but they have tried so hard just to return to that exact moment. And that's where they are failing. You have to climb the whole mountain all over again. And they're just not doing that. Yeah. Uh, Just on that, did we see... Was that Russell Wilson's best game in two years? He was extraordinary. I mean, if we're calling Russell extraordinary, then, I mean, it's, it's really a symptom of the times. Uh, <laughs> but I agree with you. I mean, um, it, it's amazing how out of the way he is, you know, purposefully, seemingly trying to be. Um, he's not the same player he once was. Um, and that's just a bummer, just to kind of, you know, see him be different. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, it was his best game as a Denver Bronco, and he still played like the 18th best quarterback in the NFL. It's just an yeah, incredible right. situation that is happening there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and Sean Payton, uh, it feels like he's doing that job with the, the Denver Broncos. We've got a huge game Monday night footy, Tuesday our time. That is a replay or a rematch of Super Bowl from last year, Philadelphia up against the Kansas City Chiefs. But where are you taking us this week, RJ? What's your, what's your tip for the listeners? Well, Jimmy, you know, this is um, a fascinating week because it does take us into Thanksgiving. This is when the NFL really kind of starts to separate. What line do you have on the Minnesota Vikings? They're a team that I've always believed in. The Joshua Dobbs story is fascinating. I want to lean into this. Okay. Do you want to lean into plus two and a half for the Minnesota Vikings? Oh, James. I mean, goodness gracious. Get ready to install the garden house, the pool. I mean, we're about to win big if, if you're giving me points this week on the Vikings. Vikings plus two and a half, yeah. We're doing it. We're living large. I mean, this is it. This is our week. The, the sun is about to smile upon us, my friend. All right. Well, it sounds like you don't mind them at uh, head-to-head as well. They're $2.13 against the aforementioned Russell Wilson and the Denver Broncos. So we'll see how that all plays out. Mate, as always, great to chat, mate. You enjoy your weekend of footy. And more importantly, oh, yeah, you have a great Thanksgiving. Likewise, Jimmy. I know it's uh, an American thing, but know that we'll be thinking of you. Uh, happy Thanksgiving and certainly hope you enjoy all the football action on Thursday. Yeah, we will. We will. RJ Achoa there coming to you live out of the US. And just a reminder on that. So he's, he, it sounds like he, he liked the 
Denver, uh, sorry, the Minnesota Vikings head-to-head, $2.13, and he loved the Minnesota Vikings plus 2.5 at $1.87. Those markets there at topsport.com.au.